Let's pray. Lord, come to us by your spirit. Open our whole lives to you as you speak to us now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, uh, we've been going through Colossians for the last few weeks. Uh, and how have you found it? How have you found going through Colossians? If you've just joined us for the first time this week, uh, it, you won't have any opinion on that. Um, but I think we've probably found that uh, Colossians is deep stuff and that Paul uh, doesn't take any prisoners, really. Uh, he expects us to go deep with him. Uh, but the other side of it is that it's not always easy when reading Colossians to um, see how Paul's argument is moving on. Uh, in fact, reading Colossians again uh, made me think about how you make puff pastry. Uh, you probably had the same thought um, when you read it. Now, um, making puff pastry involves making ordinary pastry. Uh, rolling it out and then putting butter, melted or unmelted as you prefer, on one half, folding it over and rolling it out again, then folding it over in uh, three, and uh, uh, so you've got three layers, then folding it over again, rolling it out, folding it out, so you've got nine layers, then rolling it out, making it 27 layers, 81 is probably enough, and so on until you have something that is rich and multi-layered. Now, please don't tell me at the church door that that is wrong. I have never made puff pastry in my life, as my wife has already told uh, the person sitting next to her. I can see that. I mean, why go to all that trouble when you can buy puff pastry in Tesco's? <laughs> However, I do feel I'm a bit of a connoisseur of puff pastry. I do love puff pastry. And um, rather more importantly... I have spent a lot of time through my life in Colossians. And I know from long acquaintance that it is deep stuff and that it is rich and multi-layered. Throughout this letter from Paul, uh, the same essential themes keep coming back to us in layers. So this series of sermons uh, was always bound from the very beginning to keep visiting the same points, the same themes. And like the Colossians, we need to be enriched. But we're also challenged by Colossians uh, because we're always in danger of getting things wrong. Now, if you want to know what the essential theme of Colossians is, it's there in chapter 2, the chapter before the one we just read. Uh, uh, Colossians, you'll find around page 1184, 1183 in your church Bibles. But in chapter 2, verse 6, we find the essential theme of Colossians, and it's this. So then, says Paul, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. Our Christian lives started with Jesus Christ, so they have to continue with him. However, someone who got into the Christian community at Colossae with the false idea that they had to have something extra, something more than Jesus in order to live proper Christian lives. Uh, but as Matt reminded us last week, Jesus plus nothing equals... Oh, all right, they were better at nine o'clock, uh, having listened to Matt's sermon. 
Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Christian living day by day is about nothing more than Jesus Christ. Anyway, exhibit one for this morning uh, from the Times about 10 days ago, Times 2. If you can't see that, it says on the front, how to eat the new rules. It's obviously a picture of a person who knows the rules and has eaten very small amounts of food during her life. <laughs> how to eat the new rules. Now, until recently, um, our newspapers, and some of them in particular, uh, have constantly presented us with exciting new diets. Now they have subtly changed the language to healthy eating. And apparently, it says so in the Times, so it must be true, there are rules for this. It's not just in the papers, of course, is it? In any bookshop, <coughs> you will find a body, mind, and spirit section, and the body bit uh, of that will be overflowing with books about dieting or healthy eating, the great majority of which are useless because they're trying to sell you a program and therefore ignore the essential simplicity of dieting, which is that in order to lose weight, you have to eat less food. But also they're useless because they tend to ignore the complexities of dieting. They ignore the cultural, social, and psychological reasons why we eat too much, or just as dangerously, eat too little, or eat an unbalanced diet. So end up putting weight back on uh, as soon as the diet is finished. And move a couple of feet to the right in the bookshop and you will find the spirit shelf, also well filled with books, most of which will again be useless, either because they try and offer a spirituality without God, or else a pick and mix spirituality made into a program by one author who is keen to sell us their product. Uh, even the ones written from a Christian perspective may not be much use, partly because many of them are written by introverts for introverts, so they don't do anything for many of us. Just had to get that off my chest. Um, but partly they're useless because they forget that Christian spirituality is essentially simple. It is about Jesus Christ. And partly they're useless because they tend to ignore the complexities of spirituality, which are to do with why we ignore this essential simplicity and think we can find something better for ourselves. So, to Colossians 3, in case you were wondering whether we are ever going to get there. But anyway, Colossians 3 is rich and multi-layered, uh, like the rest of this letter. But there is within it an essential simplicity alongside a challenge to our own complexity. So here are Paul's uh, simple challenges to us to keep us close to Christ, to help us grow in Christ, to enrich our life in Christ. First of all, he says, look up to Christ. Uh, verses 1 and 2 of Colossians 3. Since then you've been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. 
Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Having been fairly negative at the end of chapter 2, Paul is now gloriously positive. Look up, he says. Don't look down or look inwards, but look up at Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, risen and glorified. When we do that, when we look up, we see ourselves as we are in Christ. Verse 3, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. One of the greatest lies of our contemporary culture is that we find ourselves by searching more and more deeply inside ourselves. This is the Freudian lie that has captured our Western world. But, says Paul, we find ourselves when we look up, look away to Christ, because we are found in him. Second simple point, die down with Christ. Verse 5, put to death therefore whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires and greed, which is idolatry. Christ has died and we are called to die with him so that we can share his resurrection life. Because we're united to Jesus, we can let go of things that are wrong, not least uh, of the way we, in which we treat others. Verse 8. But now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Uh, it's the wrong things that pour from our mouths that are at the forefront of Paul's mind here. Verse 9, do not lie to each other since you've taken off your old self with its practices. Lying is so damaging, but we all do it. It is not just the besetting sin of politicians. They only reflect the rest of us. But when we die with Christ, when we let go of the lies that put barriers between ourselves and others, then we discover that we are united with others and our relationships with others are renewed in this new community of Christ's people. Here, verse 11, here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Die down with Christ. And Paul's third very simple point, get dressed in Christ. Verse 12, therefore as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Verse 14, and over all these virtues, Put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Uh, just as we put on physical clothes every day, so we put on spiritual clothes every day, putting on Jesus afresh as we look at him 
and share his death. We are clothed in Christ. That's the title of this sermon. Jesus is kindness. Jesus is forgiveness. Jesus is love. So we put those on as we put him on. Verse 13. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Uh, Christian spirituality is not just something that we feel inside us. It's about the way we see and treat others, forgiving as we have been forgiven. We put on Christ as we take his word on board and as we respond in praise, says Paul, verse at 16, let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. In praise, of course, we're turning from ourselves to look up, to look up at Christ. And the result is a life that's growing towards Christ in every way. Verse 17, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Living the Christian life, Christian spirituality, is gloriously rich, but at heart not complicated. It's about very little words, up to, down with, in Christ. Uh, but as Paul knew from his own work with people like the Colossians, we're always tempted to make things complicated and adopt some other program, either because we need to stay in control or else prove that we can do it all on our own, or because we want an easy-to-follow system that somebody presents to us, or perhaps simply because we are unwilling to die with Christ. And if that is you, and it is probably all of us at some time or other, then we need to start again. We need to look up to Christ. We need to die down with Christ. And we need to dress in Christ rediscovering that Christ is all and in all. Amen. Thank you very much, William. Um, we are going to um, have a chance to respond. Um, we've, we've already responded in some senses um, in our praise and worship. Um, we come now to